Hello all and welcome to yet another episode of the Career Growth Podcast. In this episode, I am going to be talking about a topic that's been requested the most number of times by my friends, colleagues and most of you on various social media platforms. I am going to be talking about office politics and toxicity at work. Yes, you heard that right. Office politics. Almost all of us at some point of time would have either experienced office politics, been a part of it whether you like it or not, or worse, been a victim of office politics. A lot of my coaches that I work with come to me and ask me, "Teja, I think wherever I am today, whatever I feel like I am stuck in my career is probably because somebody somewhere is playing some politics or i am on the wrong side or wrong books of people even without my knowledge and i don't know what to do about it well in this episode let's explore seven tips that can actually help you navigate through office politics and hopefully with consistent practice and being more conscious with the tips you'll probably even overcome it shortly the first one that i usually tell everyone that i talk to is if you want to avoid office politics you don't play one don't be a part of one don't take sides now i know it's easier said than done but usually one of the reasons why people don't like us or we are on the receiving end or the wrong side of office politics is probably because knowingly or unknowingly we've sided with people or it may be perceived that we side with someone over the other and sometimes that could be a result of what you're going through So the first tip that I want to give you today as a part of this episode is please please be aware of your actions your behaviors what you are doing when you hear gossip what and how do you react or what do you say when you are in the midst of two people fighting arguing are you very conscious of how your behaviors are that determines whether you will be perceived to be playing these politics in the first place so the first tip of the day stay aware stay vigilant and be absolutely conscious about what you speak when you're at work remember you're not going there to make friends you're going there to work and build a great career in that process if you do make some friends good news you're lucky but that's not the primary reason why you're at the office so please please be absolutely conscious of how you behave when you're at work the second tip and and this is something that i've noticed quite a lot a lot of times people choose not to talk or based on their own behaviors and personalities they often don't prefer communicating as much as some of the others which means in meetings they don't speak much probably only when somebody takes their name is when they speak up or they probably think as long as i understand what is being said and i'm doing my job usually i don't have to or people do not respond but remember this when you don't communicate you still communicate when you don't communicate you still communicate so it's important that you communicate as much as possible in meetings take opportunities to to be heard that's one way for people to understand who you really are and you're not letting them assume or perceive things about you so if you have nothing to say in a meeting appreciate someone or side with something that happens there to say hey i agree with what has been discussed today in the meeting let's see how we can achieve this or hey by the way i heard what x x y z said very very 
well said and i agree with it something for you to be heard in a more positive way because when you don't communicate you still communicate and this world's good when you don't like something that's been said about you or somebody responded to you in a way that is not professional or that something that's made you uncomfortable do you subtly go and talk to them and and it's not really confrontation but it's really checking with them why they said what they said just to ensure that you probably haven't misread them or you didn't perceive them wrong and this usually gives people the impression that you're somebody who doesn't take nonsense but at the same time who doesn't give nonsense as well and you're being respectful about it when you talk to them so something like this i go to someone and say hey by the way teja you said this in the meeting or you wrote this in the email i just want to ensure i understand this right can you can you tell me why you said this though and listen to them actively understand where they're coming from and if it makes sense when they explain just say thank you because for a moment it felt like you were trying to target that at me but now that you've clarified it i really appreciate what you did thank you that ensures that people will think twice to speak ill about you or to do anything that can be derogatory for your career growth or your brand image in the workplace the third tip that i want to give you is to talk about your emotional bank account what is an emotional bank account primarily the concept of emotional bank account comes from a simple financial banking concept which means you cannot withdraw from an empty bank account you need to deposit something first for you to be able to withdraw it when you need it the same thing holds good with networks with relationships at work don't expect people to side with you don't expect people to support you if you haven't done anything to add to that relationship back account that you have with them this could mean responding to their emails on time this could mean appreciating them this could mean small kind gestures that you can do to add to that emotional bank account with people if you have nothing to offer offer praise observe notice what they're doing go to their linkedin follow their posts like them every like that you do voluntarily is some currency that you're adding in that bank account with that person as long as you are conscious about all your key stakeholders all the people in your team do you ensure that you are adding something to those bank accounts because when there are politics being played people will know that you are invested in them you've deposited some good deeds with them it's highly unlikely that they would put you in a place where you wouldn't probably appreciate so the key thing is your emotional bank account the fourth tip that i want to give is about opening up with all your colleagues opening up with your bosses opening up with your stakeholders because there's a lot of talk about how you should be authentic at work how you should be open and transparent while i agree how much is too much is something that you will have to be extremely conscious open a tap don't open floodgates so if you have to be vulnerable say enough don't reveal everything if you are behind some deadlines and that is because you've had a genuine reason at home of whatever reason just say hey i'm sorry i couldn't finish this because something was bothering me in my personal life not as important but it still i still let it impact me so let me sort this out so being confident revealing only as much i haven't given what that personal impediment is but i still ensured that i'm vulnerable there so how much is too much to ensure that you open up enough but not too much because that also allows people to judge you beyond what they should be because you're in a professional environment what they should be evaluating and judging you is on your skills and your behaviors with respect to work 
not your personal life. So be very, very careful about that as well. And with that comes the next step, which is to work on your personal brand. If you are someone, because I hear this quite a lot and it's, to be honest, it's become a bit of a trend uh, with much younger crowd that comes into organizations today is to say, hey, I don't give a damn what you think about me, man. I know who I am. Well, good for you. That clarity is always important in life. But here's a bad news. In the world that we live in, we are evaluated every single point of time in our lives. At work, we are judged and we are being looked at against some number or some behavior. Their perception about you is your personal brand image. It doesn't matter what, whether you care or not, what matters is how they are able to gauge you as a person. Even if they are wrong, I'm sorry to say this, my friend, that is your personal brand at work, especially if it is with the senior management. So you've got to be extremely clear, consistent with what image or how you want people to talk about you, especially when you're not in the room. What's the first thought that comes to people's minds when they take out your name and you're not in the room? That is your personal brand. And whether you like it or not, it does have an impact on how people perceive you and, and look at you as a potential for future senior positions. So maybe it is about time that you start caring about what people perceive about you at work. Your personal brand is extremely important. The sixth tip that I want to talk about today is keeping your stakeholders close. Your team members, your immediate bosses, all the critical counterparts that you work with either within your organization or your clients. It's extremely important that you apply all these above tips rigorously, consciously, more of the time when you're when you're interacting with them which means you talk to your stakeholders enough even if it isn't just not about work because one of the things that i've realized about networking about relationship management is the best of networks the best of relationships are formed at work when you are in touch with people when you don't need them so i hope you remember this it's we do we all do a fantastic job at reaching out to people when we need something but that's not networking that's not staying in touch true networking happens when you are in touch with people when you communicate with them when you interact with them when you don't need anything from them it could be a casual hello it could be a forward about something interesting it could be just to say hey just checking on you how was your week happy friday have a great weekend that is extremely important. Keep your stakeholders close. If you are unable to meet a deadline, tell them well beforehand as you know it. Don't wait until the last moment. Keep your boss on your side. Irrespective of what politics are being played around you in your team, only one that you should be confronting, you should be entrusting your trust is your boss. Because whether you like it or not, they are the ones who can drive you, guide you better and ensure that they enhance your personal brand with everybody else, especially with the stakeholders that matter. So bury those differences today. Go have conversations with your bosses. Reset that relationship. It's okay for you to go and admit that, boss, I know we've not been in a great, uh, we've not been on great terms off late. Can we reset, please? I want to understand what I'm doing that's, that's probably making you unhappy. And here are some of the things that I'm probably not understanding you well enough because it makes me feel bad. Can we sort this? Because if you have this one person on your side, there is a lot of opportunities that can come your way, a lot of feedback and a lot of growth personally for you and also in your careers. The last tip that I want to give today 
is also to watch your behaviors. Whether you like it or not, we all have default behaviors that we tend to display sometimes even subconsciously. And that also has an impact on how others perceive you. So if you want to stay away from office politics, watch your behavior, try and flex your behavior, mirror your behavior with the person that you're interacting with. If you don't know how to do that, disk assessment can help you identify what your default preferred behavioral preferences are. Understand that, take that assessment, understand what your natural behavioral strengths are, learn how to identify others' behavioral strengths, and therefore be in a great position to flex your behavior so you match their style so that you have a great rapport happening with them, you have great working relationships, and perhaps you can build that shield around you where you stay protected from all the office politics around you. Remember this again, when you feel you are a victim of office politics, the only person that's going to lose out of saying this is you. Because for the ones who are playing it well, their life moves on. So the sooner you stand up, you become more aware of your environment and surroundings, you become more conscious about who you're talking to, you will struggle to handle office politics. So I hope this episode gives you some tips to help you manage office politics. Of course, this is a huge topic. I will do multiple episodes on these as on when I get an opportunity. But I hope you become, you stay conscious, you stay vigilant and you go out there and win people through pure networking and staying in touch. Until we meet in another episode, this is the end of this particular episode on tips to manage office politics. Keep listening to this space. Thank you if you've already subscribed. Please subscribe to this channel if you already haven't. And I will come back with an episode soon. Thank you for listening in.